God, I pray as we worship in this moment that you would remind us of the joy of a paradise, of heaven, and being with you forever, um, that you, re- you would receive glory uh, during this time. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. 
you to turn with me to Luke chapter 23, back where we were in our first session together, uh, continuing this story with these two criminals. Luke chapter 23 and verse 39, the Bible says, one of the criminals who were hanged railed at him, saying, are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we are receiving the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. And he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And he that is Jesus said to him, Truly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Jesus hung on the cross between two criminals or two thieves. And you've got to see the irony in that. Jesus was charged with blasphemy. He was charged with not paying taxes and leading others to do the same thing. He was charged with insurrection. And even overruling the authority of Rome by claiming to be king. Two times already, if you've read through Luke chapter 23, two times and 22, two times already you'll see that once before Pilate and once before Herod, Jesus has already been found to be innocent. Both here in Luke, Jesus is not guilty. And when we get to this passage, even the criminal says, don't you see he's done no wrong? So the irony here is that Jesus is hung between two criminals who are in fact guilty, not only of breaking the laws of the land, but breaking God's law. They were sinners. And Jesus, who was being crucified as a criminal, had never broken God's law. He was innocent. From there, you have two responses. You have the unrepentant, unrepentant criminal who mocks Jesus and he says, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. The criminal doesn't even see the offense of his own crime. The one doesn't. But the repentant criminal has a different response altogether. Luke tells us that he actually rebukes the unrepentant criminal and he says, do you not fear God since you are under the same sentence of condemnation and we indeed justly for we are receiving the due reward of our deeds but this man has done nothing wrong. And there's so much for us to get here. The repentant thief understands the weight of his sin. And it even says that he's fearful, particularly fearful of God. 
There's a clear understanding here of God's judgment and his offense. He realizes he is, in fact, guilty. And the sentence is God's condemnation, not just death on a cross, but being condemned before a holy God. And he says that this sentence is just. It's deserved. And this is where we're tempted to begin to compare ourselves to others or to different standards that we might set for our lives and to try to soften our sin or to take a light view of it. We justify it. But do you realize that we by nature are under the same eternal condemnation as both of these men? We, like them, are guilty of breaking God's law. And the penalty of our sin is death. We are under the wrath of a holy God. Listen to what Romans 3 says. This is verse 19. It says, Now we know that whatever the law says, it speaks to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be stopped, and the whole world may be held accountable to God. For by works of the law, no human being will be justified in his sight, since through the law comes knowledge of sin. Every one of us justly deserves God's wrath. And that is why these last words of Jesus are so incredibly startling and amazing at the same time. The thief says, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He's pleading for mercy. He has no other choice. The only thing that a guilty sinner can do before a holy God is to plead for mercy. And listen to how Jesus responds to the thief's plea. Truly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. You see, despite the man's clear guilt, his justly deserved condemnation, what happens in this moment is Jesus takes his penalty, he takes his condemnation, his sentence, and he reverses it. So that the man actually receives what should be due Christ, the innocent. But Jesus receives his guilt for him in his place. And he says, you will be with me today in paradise. And can I say the same thing is true for you and for me, anyone who puts their faith and trust in Jesus Christ, you repent of your sins and you, seeing your guilt, confessing that guilt before a holy God, trusting in Jesus to save you, the glorious news of Easter is that Jesus reverses your sentence. This is exactly why Jesus came to die, so that all who believe in him might not perish but would have eternal life, paradise. Today, if you would put your trust in Christ, no matter how great your sin, no matter how deserved your condemnation, today God will reverse your sentence. Your condemnation will be removed. Your life justified by God. Your sin guilt cleansed. And your eternal life with Jesus secure. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Truly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise.